Do Our Opinions Matter uses explicit language and contains mature content. So, you know, be aware. everyone and welcome to episode 23 of Do Our Opinions Matter, a comedy review podcast that takes three people utterly unqualified to review anything and makes them review everything. I'm novice review expert, Tanner Massey. I play the clarinet, Will Rawls. I don't think it's nice to lie out front to people. I actually don't play the clarinet at you all. I actually really don't. I don't know if you play, have ever played From a wood instrument in your life. That's a reed instrument. Actually, I don't. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know if it's a wood. Yeah, you know what? It's probably I said wind. 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 I don't know anything. I thought anything you blow wood, into is reed, a wind, wind instrument. It's got a reed on it. I do know that. I think. Shoot, I might be completely wrong. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I absolutely don't know how to play the clarinet. Although yeah. there, there are. I think that that's one of the uh, coolest instruments, and I don't know why. Really? Not the person that's playing it. Is, they're they're never cool, but. I think it's got a good sound to it. <laughs> that's a little, that's that a little harsh. A little too too big of a blanket to you, throw over. I don't know. You're gonna have to like retract that statement in the nope. future. So stands. I'm, I'm not. I'm not telling you now. I'm just gonna say the clarinet community is gonna lash back hard. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll issue an apology when they do, uh, because there's probably a really cool clarinet player. Maybe we'll become friends. Maybe uh, probably not now, uh, but you gotta you gotta just go into things optimistically. They'll they'll understand my ignorance to the situation and we'll become best of friends. I mean, if they listen back to any episodes previously recorded, they'll realize your ignorance right away. <laughs> Whoa! Shots fired! What the heck, man? You hurt my feelings. Well, feelings can be hurt, uh, but also safe words can be shouted if we have one. Uh, yeah, I think that this week's safe word should be polka. How appropriate. Exactly. I try to keep things appropriate on this uh, <laughs> podcast. Yes. You, you know me, <laughs> Mr. Appropriation. <laughs> I, I, I have been editing you less and less. Not that you've been much better than you used to be, but just because I've gotten tired of it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I've been known to say uh, less than politically correct things. Not that I shoot. That makes me. It makes me sound worse. <laughs> Never mind. Right, cut that. Cut Polka. it. <laughs> cut it. Uh, well, because. We would never, I don't think, choose polka as our safe word in any other scenario. It's not something that comes to my mind uh, unless I'm at a, a German-based beer festival or themed, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Oktoberfest. Is that, is that a typically German? I thought polka no, was more Polish, right? It is, but I'm pretty sure like German oompa music shares a lot with... Uh, well, it's all in that general vicinity, too, of that side of the world. We, unfortunately, Well, it, it could America, be very insulting. Um, but it, it just as a fun fact um, that, we're not, that I'm not including in the Review Factory, uh, apparently polka is the only dance style to survive uh, from the 19th century. Huh. Yeah. That's, uh, I didn't realize there was a dance that went along with polka but okay yeah it actually um was originally called the polka step 
Uh, so I don't know which came first, the dance or the music, but it, it's like uh, there's a certain timing that goes on with polka music that I found out while looking up things for today. Um, but the reason why Will and I, uh, and I, we forgot to mention Ben is once again out this week, but the, the reason why Will and I are talking about polka so much is because of this week's movie. <laughs> Uh, so this week we watched Jack Black's The Polka King, uh, which I didn't know going into it was based on a true story or is it based, is on, based a true story. on a true story. And I want to start this review out by pointing out that this is actually the most accurate true story that I've ever watched. Like when something says it's based on a true story, it's pretty lightly based. This apparently is very, very close to what actually happened. Well, uh, and I, I know that because I did research. Yeah. Apparently the guy that um, this is all about, who it wasn't a great dude. Uh, well, we'll get into that kind of stuff. But John he, you know, that might be how it's pronounced. I don't think we ever got a clear answer. The guy that this is about, Jan, Jan Lewin, Jan Levan, something. Jan um, he actually helped produce this movie. I don't know if he's listed as a producer or not. I don't think he is. But... Uh, Jack Black and this guy would have very long conversations um, so Jack could get into the role, uh, which I, I thought, you know, given the circumstances that surround the movie was, uh, it's very interesting. It, it might be appropriate for me to give a synopsis at this point. Like we've said, uh, it is based on a true story of a, was he Polish? Was he German? He was, he, Polish. Was, he was Polish. He was moved there from Poland to okay. seek the American dream. Yeah, so he moved to the U.S. from Poland, and uh, we come into it where he already has a son and a wife um, and, like, 27 jobs. Um, so he's incredibly hardworking. It's it's kind of that picturesque vision of uh, immigrants coming and working very, very hard. And, you know, you, you the, the whole dream of if I work hard enough, I'll make something of myself. Um, he's a very big dreamer who has things that aren't going so well. He's not very good with his money, it seems. Um, so he starts asking for investors. Uh, and he basically, I don't know if he knew he was doing it, but he started a Ponzi scheme. Ponzi scheme, yep, yep. absolutely. I mean, because what he was doing is just pay, paying off other investors with uh, other investors. New investors' money, and, yeah. Which is the death. I actually had to look up what a Ponzi scheme was. I didn't know the exact meaning of what you had to do to be called a Ponzi scheme. So uh, I was very well informed from after after I did all the research on this. So, so now um, you can start your own. Yeah, exactly. So Tanner, would you like to invest in Will Rawls Incorporated? I am so broke. $5. Okay. 12% return. Mm, a 20. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 20. I'll do it like the end of the movie. But yeah, I was I was very surprised too. I didn't know Ponzi schemes were as specific as they are. Uh, I, I thought it was kind of an over encompassing thing, and there's you know there's a lot of deviations and and specifications that make uh, hedge funds and other high touted name rich people Gordon Gecko bullshit different from Ponzi schemes. But this guy did start some, and I guess technically too, I don't know. Uh, and he's really just trying to become the best polka musician, singer, band leader in I, the U.S. 
I think he just wants to be famous no matter what it takes. I think he just wanted, he wanted to live bigly. Bigly. He wanted to live bigly. <laughs> Which, uh, there you can actually find pictures of Jan and And his Donald ex-wife, Trump. who uh, did, is not um, the Pennsylvania. name that they use in Her oh, name she- is... Yo, no, that Pennsylvania thing was absolutely true. Okay. So the, the, the wife was like a high school, small beauty town queen. beauty queen. Um, yeah. she's, she's not an attractive woman uh, in any sense, really. And she goes on to win Miss Pennsylvania by somewhat nefarious means or underhanded, undercut. He, the judges yeah. were paid off. And, and the the cool part about it, I don't know if you looked up his wife. They took a couple of pictures together here recently, but the the resemblance of the actress that they chose is very uncanny to the hmm. actual woman. And it's, it's it's pretty cool to see. Her name is actually Rhonda Levon, or not Levon anymore because they're uh, no longer married. Spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> but she was. Uh, it's just crazy how much they look alike. It it was crazy how good of a job everyone, the actors, did with this. Um, I didn't actually hate any characters. There were unlikable characters, but unlike some other movies, I didn't like feel disdain for them. I was just like, oh, man, these people kind of suck. Um, I didn't. I didn't really like the mom's character. I thought it was a little over the top. The the grandmother. Yeah, she was just like I'm like okay, I understand. A little bit, but you are a little bit uh, overacting. This, she was opinion. a fabulous killjoy. Really, though, because everybody's like having a great time. And she's like, I will say her at the end yelling at the other old or elderly people. Uh, I've still got my money was great. And she slapped them. She slapped <laughs> old people, old people in the face. So I, 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 whatever she did before that redeemed her in my eyes, but kind of, Hey, we're, we're different. Everyone has different tastes, man. That, yeah. Your opinions are wrong. <laughs> well, no, they're not wrong. They just don't matter. Uh, but same thing. Jack Black did a fantastic job. I mean, you know, in typical Jack Black fashion, everything was over the top, but I think it actually fit this character very well because I watched videos of this guy afterwards and Jan Levan, Lewin, whatever, is a very, very boisterous character. Um, And we get to the point and, you know, spoilers, uh, we get to the point where he goes to jail and he gets out and he starts kind of doing the thing he's calling polka rap. Oh God. He actually did. And if you watch uh, through to the end of the movie, they have him singing this polka rap. It switches from Jack Black's singing it to uh, the real guy doing it uh, in the credits. Yeah. That dude is uh, out of jail and going about his life again, hopefully not creating a Ponzi scheme. But if he asks you to invest, don't do it. <laughs> Let's talk about his Ponzi scheme. First, he started with one that was supposed to be an investment in his uh, souvenir, Polish souvenir business. Um, and I think he probably, uh, he ended up getting about $230,000 uh, invested in that before um, I, probably the IRS. Uh, Which, all right, all right, let, let's just stop there. Holy shit. 
the total the total amount invested between the two businesses was well, we'll four point five let's, million dollars. Um, I, I understand. What we, I just, <laughs> I just, I, proper just build up. Here. You just you just gave the release before we even made it to that to that climax. And it's man. just it's just so amazing that these people kept on just like yeah, there's nothing wrong with this. I'm just going to keep giving my money to this polka player. For investments, they were given their entire savings. Yeah, what? I just, I just don't know. I mean, I mean, maybe you can call it uh, because of what his audience was. They were a largely older crowd. You could call it whatever you want, but holy! Oh, they were all pretty much geriatric, and you could say that because I imagine most of them are dead now. Oh. But what about the uh, geriatric listeners? Sorry for Tanner's uh, ignorance on yeah, your geriatric yeah, yeah, sure. ways. We we have a lot of Jerry's in the audience. On your old ass ways, I apologize <laughs> for Tanner. Uh, but yeah, over $4 million invested to this man. And the, the largest thing is that they were talking about uh, the banks at that time were returning 3% on your – uh, interest in on your investment, which yeah. if you look at now, that's fantastic. I think we're getting like 0.05 or whatever it is um, for money sitting in the bank. But this polka singer was offering 12% and he would pay them this 12% monthly uh, with whatever new investments he got. So it was just completely Ponzi schemish. Uh, here's, here's the thing, man. I know it's wrong. I know it's wrong, but is it really wrong? Like how uh, how wrong is doing a Ponzi scheme of this scale? Because if people were getting their money back and if they were older people who gave their money up willingly and they were getting what they thought they were supposed to, and then at a certain point they die and then the money is just there. Because if they allowed you to do this, then the banks would go bankrupt i mean yeah and i guess your kids wouldn't get anything unless the payoff moved to the next person but i don't think it works like that i don't know it's a thing in a ponzi scheme you just say oh no i gave them back all their money i don't know what they did with it it's very very complicated uh and in the world of polka you really have to to think about uh how important certain parts of a movie are to you i know that doesn't make any sense but we're probably just going to meander on about Ponzi schemes. Not, we're we're not yeah, experts. Polka. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, Will, what did you like about this movie? Oh, Jack Black. Okay. I really enjoyed his portrayal of everything. I mean, his 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 accent was a little just over the top. I don't. But it was I, I accurate. Mean, it, it actually it was, was accurate. It was pretty. It was pretty accurate, and to talk that way for uh, God, he probably had to spend a, a month or so just talking that way normally, just to be able to do it so naturally, because it sounded pretty natural when he was doing it. But um, and what didn't you like? So the one thing I didn't like about the movie is more about the story of it all, because I, I mean, it kind of goes to my point earlier. I guess I just. It just drives me crazy to see just ignit, ignits, if you will. (laughs) Like they, they ignit that. That is so, it just drives me crazy to see how people can, to think about how people can actually just give their money to this random dude. Just, uh, yeah, you're not backed up by any insurance. So if something happens to my money, 
Yep, that's what I didn't like. <laughs> what would you change then? Um, I would change the entirety of 1998. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Uh, I mean, Blockbuster was still doing pretty well. Uh, Radio yeah, Shack back, apparently was still in business. Back when, uh, yeah, exactly. Circuit City was still a thing. Oh, I forgot uh, that they closed out too. I did. All right. I did. It used to be a pretty cool place. Well, I, uh, I liked the take on this. Um, I thought it was interesting because you watch the trailers and you don't think this can be a real story because this guy is a made up cartoon character. I oh, like really? that he wasn't. And I like, I do actually really like that they were up front being like, this is a real story instead of like right at the end after like right before the credits start rolling says, Oh, these events were based on a true story. I hate when movies do that. I think at the beginning of the movie too, just to expound upon that a bit, uh, they said something of the late nature of this shit actually happened. Obviously not those words, but it's like, yeah, believe it or not, they actually did this. (laughs) And that's, kind of stood out to me and i was like okay what's this movie gonna be about and then you get into the meat of it and kind of know where it's going but all right polka go (laughs) i didn't like that jb smooth wasn't in the movie more i wanted to see this irs agent you know getting into things a bit more and being more part of the story but we only got like five minutes total with him and he is hilarious uh, I don't know that guy, but okay. You you would um, if you saw like if you you've seen stuff with him in it. Uh, Probably. I the thing I would change, um, you know, I'd like things expounded on a bit more. Um, I want I would like to see more of Jan the Man in Rome and that whole thing with the Pope. I want to know the conversation that he had with bribing whoever he bribed to get these geriatrics in to see the Pope one-on-one. You yeah, don't, I love you the don't fact glaze that over that. Bribing was a common theme throughout that. Apparently, it was pretty common in Poland, who, who, which he said, I mean, as the character in the movie, to just bribe people. So everybody that came around, he was like, oh, do you accept bribes? <laughs> Oh, all right. So the real question is, Tanner, would you recommend that people watch this movie? Yeah, I actually highly enjoyed this one. I I also agree. This is pretty, pretty unanimous here. This one was definitely worth the time to watch. It was was funny throughout the whole thing. It's great. And it's and it really is at its core, a Jack Black comedy. I mean, you are you are getting what you pay for with this movie if you're expecting you know early 2000s jack black stuff yep agreed yeah well that being said uh news hey before we move on to the news i i want to tell you where yandwan was born okay and you're gonna have to bear with me here because this thing is all consonants. Uh, there is an O, and I guess there is a Y. So, Bidgosks, and that is spelled B Y D G O S 
ZCZ. Bidgaz. I mean, we're both we're both probably butchering that. It's probably pronounced Budweiser or something. That's actually Polish. Good joke. Good joke. That's actually Warsaw in Polish. God damn it. <laughs> Polka. Uh, so, so sorry. You can go ahead with your news now. All right. Since Ben is not here again, I am going to uh, guide us through the world of uh, news this week. A company that is the number two uh, supermarket in the UK. It's called Sainsbury. Berries? Sainsbury's. It's, it's probably Sainsbury's. Yeah. If I had to, it's mean, probably that. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, spelled, it's spelled Sainsbury's, so that's how I'm going to go for it. They have launched a new touch-free version of this popular meat because young people are scared of touching it. What meat would you say that they are? Well, I would say it's chicken, but in Europe, people aren't as afraid of chicken as we are in America because they they actually eat that at different cook temperatures so they'll actually eat that stuff like medium or medium rare which is very strange to us in america um, because our chicken chicken is much shittier i was gonna say our shit sh- chicken <laughs> i was gonna combine the two as a portmanteau of shit and chicken so i'm not actually, gonna go with chicken i'm not gonna go with chicken okay i'm, I'm what i am ben is gonna go with chicken uh, and what i'm gonna go with is for touch free, what is that? Boneless? <laughs> boneless. Uh of of this meat. Okay. All right. Let's go with let's go with guinea pig. Wow. <laughs> um so Sainsbury's launches new touch free chicken packets for young people scared yeah, of touching meat. So Ben was correct. You were wrong. Uh apparently young people in the UK are uh very afraid of handling uncooked meat, period. So they're doing this for probably other meats in the future as well. But right now they're starting with raw chicken. So the the goal of this is to uh, allow people, especially those who are time poor, to just rip and tip the meat straight into the frying pan without touching it. That is a quote directly from this article. <laughs> so I, I just... Kind of, kind of the the reason I wanted to pick this, and it obviously doesn't have much to do with the movie, but the reason I kind of want to pick much. this, kind of, yeah, <laughs> doesn't have uh, anything to do with the movie. But <laughs> I, I found this one pretty quickly today, and I, I just I thought it was kind of like uh, uh, the state of the world. Everybody's just afraid of everything, so you have to just work around. Well, it would it would have been a shame not to share it. I think uh, just I like mean, E. coli. <laughs> really though i understand that uh you know there are some bad chicken out there is some bad chicken out there that uh has like what was that one disease uh, uh, salmonella no salmonella that's what i was looking for so you know handling it can be dangerous but shouldn't you just learn to not put your hands in your mouth or something i i just I think this is a bit over the top. You hey, know what I mean? Fun story. I had salmonella. Uh, what? Uh, yeah, I was, um, I was in college uh, and I was actually living with Ben. Of course, I was living with Ben pretty much throughout college. But um, I, I was also living with Ben's brother and... Me? No. Just 
Is it Justin? Probably our other friend, Justin. Yes. Um, and I ate very expired eggs. Um, Mm. and I got very, very sick, uh, to the point where I had to use the tub and the toilet at the same time. Oh, Tanner, uh, polka, (laughs) I can't polka, polka. All right. Well, here's, I'll move on for that from that part. But, um, I was, I was sick for a lot longer than I thought. Uh, like I was out of it. I was feverish and my girlfriend tried to get my roommates to take me to the hospital. They're like, she was like, she's very sick that he's not getting any better. He could either have salmonella or uh, listeria. Did you cook the eggs? I cooked the eggs. They were just very expired. So you, this wasn't like some crazy diet where you just, no, you know, I don't know. I've never had raw eggs and never would. Um, so she tried to, you know, and this, I, we were just a couple months in at this point. So then did you I, not you know, smell the eggs. Don't they stink? Dude, after I don't know. I mean, they didn't taste bad either. It just, it just was what it was. I, I was hallucinating at one point too. I thought uh, my girlfriend was a penguin. Oh, uh, salmonella is a hell of a drug, apparently. It, it is. And I had to go through this whole thing about trying to explain why these blue gears and these yellow gears were turning in the same direction. So they should not be working, but they're still spinning. So kids, uh, pay attention to the expiration date or the best by date or the sale by date on your eggs and any other food. Um but don't be afraid to touch your meat. Just There's nothing your wrong with it. It's hand sanitizer. Wash them. Do, do something. I just, uh, working in a kitchen while I was in college, I just find this so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, no one, I don't think anyone really likes touching raw meat, but there's, you, you know, it, sack up. <laughs> Whoa. That. <laughs> completely alienates 50% of our listeners. Actually, if you're going to the actual percentage of women to men, I'm pretty sure it's uh, in the vicinity of 60 plus. True. Also, uh, chicken, if you would like to sponsor us. But uh, (laughs) everyone, everyone can sack up. It's, it's a, it's a term that polka. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was about to, you almost got polka by me, but you polka yourself. Uh, this is a, a great time to get polka us yourself. out of here and polk on into the review factory. Oh, man. Uh, so uh, I I have three categories for you, Will, uh, yes. all relating-ish to the movie. So you get to choose. I have polka dance, polka dots, and polka fonzie. Polka fonzie. All right. Well, I, I kind of was stretching with this one for a bit because uh, a portmanteau of Polka and Fonzie is Ponzi. Hooray. So, no, I'm not talking about the character from Happy Days. I'm talking about Ponzi schemes. Ponzi schemes predate their namesake, Charles Ponzi, who ran his scheme in the U.S. in 1903 after moving from Italy. What author wrote about a Ponzi scheme nearly 50 years before? William Shakespeare. Okay. <laughs> That's so wrong. <laughs> Here's the problem with your dates That's there. We're so talking wrong. like 1850s. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Um, can I change my game? I, I will. My game? Sure. 18. Uh, Mark Twain. I was probably a little bit better, but I think he's still before this. Um, probably. It's Charles Dickens. Ah, that's a good one. Uh, in his book, Little Dorrit. I know all about that guy. Yeah? 
Yeah, you at so. least know of him. Like if you had to name five authors, Charles, Charles authors. Dickens, the the late son of Emily Dickinson, who uh, nope. <laughs> uh, here's how you remember it best: Charles Dickens, okay with touching dead chickens. Um, so you have left <laughs> polka dance and polka dots. Uh, Charles Dickens sticking his dick in. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's how that's how you get salmonella. <laughs> Okay, um, polka dots for nine hundred, Alex. All right, Uh, man, I can't. I'm gonna have to in the form of an answer. Oof. Uh, Sure. Okay. So you need to give me your answer in the form of a question. This is the name for the diagonal arrangement of dots seen on the five side of a six sided die. What is the clover? You know, that's not as stupid as I thought you were going to say. <laughs> Fair enough. Even but though clovers are like three or four. But, but yeah, you got the stem coming out, you know. You know okay. Uh, the answer is what is a quincunx? Don't make that, don't make that joke. Years. I know. Okay, good. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have either. Um, I was. I actually had no joke in mind, but now I'm interested. <laughs> what, what joke were you thinking of? Nope, there, we're Jay? good. We're good. Uh, you know, Quinn. Yeah, makes sense because five quintuplets. Yep. Uh, Kunks because some other reasons. <laughs> Is uh, that where the joke was coming from? <laughs> probably. Um, okay. Quincunks was a term initially used to describe a pattern of dots on Roman coins. So it's the same pattern. Uh, hmm. You know. Two in the top, one in the middle, two at the bottom. So, hooray, that leaves you with polka dance. Yep. In what country did polka originate? Poland. You would think so. Uh, Scandinavia. Nope. Uh, Russia. Okay, you could stop now. (laughs) Um, It's actually up for debate. Uh, It was either, and probably most likely... uh, Created by a farm worker named Anna Slazek in Prague, Czech Republic, around 1830. However, the Polish claim that it was created in a Polish village and later popularized when a Czech traveled through the village and saw the dance. The only thing is they give no names, uh, no location, and no date. So I'm kind of inclined to believe uh, the Czech Republic, but uh, it is not certain. Hmm. Less interesting, but it's okay. That's uh, I I really did think it was Poland. So finding out is not officially Poland. Yeah, that's pretty. That's kind of cool because yeah. I thought the name came from, uh, you know, Polka Poland. Uh, okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, Tanner, your facts were pretty on point today. I got a couple laughs and I learned a couple things. Uh, three out of five. That's great. Uh, and, and the best thing is, is that we can check this segment off our list. Yes. And now Ben, uh, check, is gonna, like check, check uh, public, check, uh, like check it oh, off. God. Oh no, please. You, you pun me to death. All right. What, what words are you going to put in Ben's mouth at this point? Uh, yeah. Ben is going to give it a, a five out of five because he really likes that. He the best. Yeah, he he is the best, you know. We hope we wish Ben a safe travels home, uh, all the way from the Amazon. Hey. 
I'm pretty sure Ben is in the Philippines and that those aren't close at all. Doesn't matter. Rainforest and such. I don't care. All right. Uh, so today, Amazon product. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> so today's Amazon product is uh, going to be related to the movie. Yes, uh, I did that. And it is a verified purchase. So the review is written by a username, Jilly Bean. Oh, that's a good uh, one. And it's, it's called Good for Your Little Eccentric. This is a great little tool. It fits in my four-year-old's hands perfectly. It's a great size, not too, not too small. He loves this thing. Oh, no. <laughs> Just be aware that you're purchasing an instrument for a child. Oh, no. Why didn't I think this one through? Yikes. At least it makes chords automatically, so it's not the worst sound. Tanner, what is this product? Uh, I, I know exactly where your mind went, you dirty, dirty turd. It is an instrument. Uh, because it plays things tunes automatically, I kind of think it's a keyboard. But because it's polka, I'm going to say it's an accordion? Good guess, Tanner. You got it correct this time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, to be fair, I did read uh, – I, I read this exactly as it was written, but I, I put emphasis on the parts that I, <laughs> I wanted to stand out. Yeah. Oh, this – that was uh, – this this person, obviously, I'm guessing by the name Jilly Bean, this is a mother of a four-year-old. She probably could have worded that a little bit better. Yeah, you know, like it, the thing is is that she, she, she doesn't have to. She doesn't think that way because you're not supposed to. It is – yeah, yeah, it's just so it's it's not her, it's us. So this is actually a Woodstock. Uh, I guess that's the the company. Uh, yeah, it's Woodstock Wind Chimes. That's the name of the company. Kids Accordion. It's made for children. Uh, it's from their music collection, as they so call it. And I will link this uh, to our Twitter, or you will link it to our Twitter. I'll link this to you, so that people that want to buy a kids accordion know where to get it from. In fact, it's uh. It's only twenty four dollars, and oh, apparently, according to reviews, it has a pretty good rating there. So that's totally only get your kids interested in the worst musical instrument <laughs> early. You know, twenty four dollars is only two dollars per hour of joy that they might get from this over the lifespan of the toy. Hey, you never know. Maybe there's the next uh, polka king in one of these kids. The thing is, they... is, he couldn't play any instruments. Four year old, uh, yeah, you're probably right. No, the, oh, the yeah, could he not? Maybe he could, he just didn't. Hey, another fun addition that I, I just had this. Uh, I googled him earlier and I just saw this on my screen. His last name's not Luan, it's Luandowski, oh. but he went by Jan Levan, yeah. Lewandowski, whatever. Levan, Levan. Because you got to remember where this is from. The W's or V's is 100% Levan. It has to be. I think you're wrong. But uh, I like this Amazon review review or the Amazon review. So I'm going to review it. And I'm going to give you a 4.5 out of 5. Yes. Uh, yeah, I really, I really nailed this one there, Tanner. Yep, I got I got no I got no puns to give you for this. Uh, yeah, well, I, I appreciate the the nice review on my 
uh, review of a review. But now, since we're kind of running late on time, it's already uh, we've been doing this for quite a bit now. Uh, it's time for the rapid fire round. Explain it, ready, guess it, Tanner. Apples, peaches, pumpkin pie. Stick a needle in my eye. One out of five. The bird dance. Peacocking at its finest. Four out of five. All right, Tanner, let's have a party. When and where? Five o'clock somewhere out of five? Uh, just because. Wait, is that the next thing? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Two out of five. Uh, the orange blossom special. Sounds like a drink to me. Five out of five. And the last clue. Hey, hey, Farmer Gray. Can Will Ross come out to play? Five out of five. Uh, okay, Tanner. What is this category? Jesus, I don't know. Orange something, something, something. Stick a needle in my eye. I said that one. Is it a polka song? It is polka songs. I was going to give you a couple of other ones, but these are these are 25. Or, uh, I found this on a list of 25 of the greatest polka songs ever written, according to uh, people that listen to polka. I was going to give you a couple of the next ones would have been Licorice Stick Polka and Helena Polka. polka. Okay, okay, so it would have just had yeah. polka in the name. Yeah, exactly. Then you would have known. But you got it. That was uh, fantastic. Uh, and I appreciate your knowledge of all music, including polka. <laughs> Yes, I know so much about so many things. Um, uh, one of those songs is your favorite song. I already know this. Oh, yeah. Which one? Uh, the Bird Dance. Obviously. Oh, oh yeah. I love The Bird Dance. Um, I'm pretty sure it goes. <laughs> uh, I had something to say and I forgot it, which just happens to be my life most of the time. It's great being me. Yeah, well, you should stop smoking marijuana. Or I should start. Either or. (laughs) At least you'll have an excuse, I guess, if you start. (laughs) That brings us to the end of our episode. And I guess that means that next week I will be doing the rapid fire round because Ben isn't here again. So it's not Uh, like it's a game anymore. We just automatically. (laughs) Because of your terrible answers, Ben actually won. But (laughs) yeah, unfortunately, Ben is uh, still out of commission. We're hoping to get him back as soon as possible. Ben, come back. We need you. That's a very nice sentiment. It's, it's, it's a very nice sentiment. I, I would agree. Um, but thank you all for listening. Uh, we appreciate you sticking around when we're only two thirds of a crew. But you should come back next week when we'll be reviewing. Okay, so we will be reviewing The Titan. Ooh, which, I haven't uh, heard of that one yet. Appears to be somewhat of a sci fi movie. And uh, you know what? Released- I think I saw it in passing. It's recent, yeah, right? It was released in 2018. I don't know when in 2018, but uh, yeah. Oh, speaking is, of sci-fi uh, stuff, have you seen that the new uh, Lost in Space just came out on the 13th? I did. And I, you know, I, I don't think I'd ever really known where the reference was. Danger, whatever. That, Danger that Will reference. Robinson. Yeah. Danger Will Robinson. I never realized where that came from. That's yeah, from the original show. This. And I, I was watching the trailer, and it said, Danger, Will Robinson. And when I saw that happen in the show, it, it, it actually gave me some nostalgia goosebumps. It was good. Um, so if anyone's interested, uh, the show is it's pretty okay. 
Uh, I don't have anything bad to say about it so far. I'm still, I'm still of the opinion that it would be pretty cool to do like a series of shows where we review each episode of a, and go through each episode of a show on Netflix because there are some pretty good shows on Netflix. I think that would just be a, com- a, a completely different podcast altogether. Um, it would, and but- we'd have to get a new Twitter handle instead of. Hmm. Lostinspace.gov. Nope. At Doomcasters. Um, and we'd probably have to do a different release day instead of. Every Wednesday at 3 o'clock. Every Wednesday at 8 a.m. But that was actually pretty close. You got half of it correct. Yeah. I was trying to get it wrong, but uh, I messed up because we record on different days. <laughs> so uh, I, I guess ultimately, Will, do our opinions matter? No. Thank you. Do Our Opinions Matter is a product of our individual stupidity. Consider supporting us with a review.